0: Welcome to West Virginia and commonplace. Um, Sometimes things happen, events occur, um, destruction, disaster, things happen. Those things are called a calamity. Um, the guest that I'm about to have on here, um, he is very prolific. Uh, he is one half of FROCAST. FROCAST is the dopest podcast ever on nappyafro.com. Um, King Germ is joining me. Um, and this wouldn't be fitting if I didn't give A warm welcome also to Queen Germ. I know that she is not available right now, but Queen Germ is a big part of his show, so I do want to pay homage to her real fast. So, King Germ, can you come in real quick and let us hear your world-famous
1: AKAs? Are you, you you really want them okay here you go what's going on people it's your boy king germ aka the people's champion aka the most electrifying motherfucking podcast of the day aka the next door neighbor of danny tanner aka lebron flames aka the king of the lames aka the illegitimate son of carl weathers aka hacksaw jim Thuggin, aka germ cena aka pod strickland aka Fat Sajak, a.k.a. The Brooks Bandit, a.k.a. Mr. Sensible Shoes, a.k.a. Bill Goldberg in the bedroom, a.k.a. Smoking Germ Frazier, a.k.a. The Best There Is, The Best There Was, The Best There Ever Will Be, a.k.a. Bread D-B-I-C, a.k.a. Rowdy Potty Piper, a.k.a. You Can't Fit This Hustle Inside of a Rapper, and my last a.k.a. <laughs> hey ravishing rick rude now cut the music what's going on people thanks for having me man
0: oh yeah it's amazing to get you in here and uh your royalty uh you and your wife um so we're gonna give it, get the little ass kissing out of the way real fast because that's one thing i'm real famous for um hey. i love what you guys do over there
1: hey we um, appreciate it man
0: and, and I say this, uh, Stacy and I, we listened. We were coming out of Cleveland. For some reason, I'm always spending my time in Ohio for some reason uh, with work and stuff. Beautiful state. So we're coming a yeah, beautiful state in certain areas. Certain areas are just meth, just like West Virginia. Um, so we're listening to your episode. And um, it was the one, uh, oh, God, I think it was two or three episodes ago because I was up okay. about three weeks ago. And um, just the camaraderie. We're talking about the podcast aspect because we all know him, the Tavis Smiley, the Larry Sabisco with podcasting and journalistic integrity. You guys cover topics, right? Yes. Y'all put a flair on it and you yes. make it comedic at the same time. You're the comedic relief and then your wife comes in and she comes with a, a different aura of comic relief and it blends together well. That's what I want the audience to understand. When you listen to Procast, you are going to get a full entertainment value. You're going to get highs and lows, but you're going to get current events through your guys' lenses, through y'all's perspective. And that's something I really, really appreciate because not a lot of people can get that. And you try to tell people that you got to have perspective. You got to have a certain type of charismatic enigma, not saying that you're uh, Jeff Hardy or anything, uh, or your wife is. Uh, She could be Lita if that's the case and you could be him. But having charisma is hard to, to have because it's not built it's not trained you can't pay money to get it and you can't uh put it in a bottle and sell it so one there to you on that one now um the first question and this comes from um one of my listeners because i did uh tell tell a few people in the background that i was finally going to be able to get you on the show um because you do have a, a very uh tight belt on what you do and where you uh perform as Uh, you should
1: man you should man you don't want to oversaturate yourself you don't want to be too many places too accessible you know what i'm saying so you know but go ahead let's hear what you got man
0: right so before i get into that i'm going to head into what you said and because of you before I even knew much about you, I heard that you were very limited in what you do uh, guesting. And I follow a principle behind you. I only do 10 episodes a year. Now I'll do them posse cuts and extra stuff, but I always feel like I don't have too much to bring to the table beyond the normal little tricks and tips that I do here in podcasting and stuff like that. I mean, I got a personal story or whatever, but I'm mainly your technical guy. If you got some questions, you can come to me, but people come to you for everything. They want to know the business from you because you have a business model, That is amazing. It's just being the dopest podcast ever. Now, my first question to you is, why did you start podcasting?
1: Well, uh, we started our website, nappyafro.com, back in like 2007. Uh, Once we uh, started a website, you know, we only started that website so we could have a place, a corner on the Internet where we could you know, give our take on what was going on in music. Cause it started out as a music website and, uh, you know, we were doing music reviews and, and I always wanted to be in radio when I was younger, you know, I wanted to go to school. And then I remember I talked to some guy and he, I was just like, look, man, I want to go to, you know, be on the radio. He was like, ain't no money in it. And he kind of like, you know, tore my dream up. But when I, we had our website, I was just like, man, you know, let's, let's record our conversation, you know? So we started like, you know, we go to hang out and we just, Put the MacBook on, hit record, and we'll sit there and just talk. That's what we just first started doing, just talking. Then we started structuring, like, man, we gotta talk about something, or we keep these shows under three hours. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so we'll start just uh, formulating, like, let's talk about this, this, and that. You know, and then it just turned into more of a, you know, outline of just topics. Then we was just like, man, let's add some flair to it. You know, so we started having segments, and you know, now it's in, You know, it started in 2009 with just like I said, that's just freestyling, talking to now in 2022 it's a well-oiled machine we got segments um you know it's just it's like a it's just it's, it's set in stone it's like you know how the bulls were in 96 like everybody yeah. knew where everybody was on the court and then the ball just moved around fluidly it's just like we gotta set a schedule tuesdays is the day we record so don't schedule nothing on tuesdays you know even when i have to coach football i have a game on tuesday night you know i coach the game and we're moved this, you know recording around because my voice is gone after the game but uh it's just, it's beautiful. And, you know, we just wanted to be heard and give our take on everything. And I know every podcaster feels that way and I, I encourage every podcaster to talk, but sometimes some people think that they're more important than they are. Just don't ever think that you're more important than you are. That's what, that's my main advice to anybody. Cause you know, I still think I ain't shit. I'm just a guy, man. That's my motto. I'm just a guy. <laughs> so
0: Yeah. And I wholeheartedly agree with that. Cause sometimes, and I've even had this magic happen to me. Sometimes I do sometimes feel like I'm a little illustrious. I, um, Sometimes I don't ever come out of the box on anything, but sometimes I even go back and see certain things and certain interactions I have in lives and how I speak to certain people. I take a step back from it because I'm like, we're all normal people. We are humans. You know, you go to your nine to five. I go to my nine to five. We come home. We do these podcasts. And in some lights, uh, these are personas for some people, and some people is really who they are. Um, the the one thing that I that I had to learn was. I gotta respect your perspective on how you're podcasting, how you're doing that. But outside of the perspective, anything else is is, is free game. And in that, I, I have learned that you know the best policy inside this whole podcasting thing is don't politic, do what you do. Uh I learned along the way in the last two or well, three years that I've been podcasting heavier. Um not to politic, just go with the flow because you're going to meet good people and you're going to meet bad people along the way. So what is your thought about the politics in podcasting? And when I'm asking you this, I'm asking you something on a deep level because you are an echelon in podcasting. Even if you don't feel that way and I ain't gassing you up, I'm just saying this. How do you feel about podcast politics?
1: Uh, well, my thing is I don't get involved. Like uh, these, it's a lot of people that like, my whole thing is they, they like to, you know, drum up. Like, these new cats, they have a policy that all... Uh, publicity is good publicity you know back in the days you you used to want to have bad pub but these days bad pub is good pub you know what i'm saying good pub is better pub you know so whether you you know you got a sex tape leak people talking about you you did some dumb shit people talk about you uh uh, you you got caught on camera you're a white person saying nigga people talk about you so it doesn't really matter so once you see and then you see it work for other people so if i see this guy get on by doing it I'm going to do the same thing and maybe I get on and maybe that'll work (laughs) for me too. So that's what people doing it. And like uncle Dolomite said, there's no retribution for people anymore. So people can say what they want to say online and they don't have to worry about that other person on the other side of that screen coming to punch them in their mouth. You know what I'm saying? Cause if you get punched in the mouth, you talk, you move a whole lot differently and so that's and that's another thing so these people out here podcasters and i don't understand why there's problems anyway because there's enough ears for everybody so you know you you might not you know you might be big in this circle but you got to say the world is a big place you know what i'm saying so your podcast might just be big in new york city nobody outside of new york might not listen to your podcast so don't think that you're more important than you are and you know so that's just i come back to this saying that again man
0: And I wholeheartedly agree with that because, like I said, everybody's going to be a success somewhere. we got regional success. Um, I break podcasting down in uh, college divisions. we got the ACC, SEC, Big Ten, Big 12, um, Pac-10. Well, no, we don't really have Pac-10, but, um, you know, we got enough places that you can uh, have your ground, Uh, you can mingle, you can collaborate, you can do what you want. Um, Because I'll tell you, the greatest thing I like is – Uh, some of these podcasters out here have posse cuts. Like some people, there's a fat Joe of podcasting out there that has nothing but, you know, has nothing but posse cuts, like has the, the lineup of every podcaster on earth on a podcast. And I like that because that's what they do. You know, in my realm, I consider myself a podcaster, but at the same time, I consider myself more of a journalist because, you know, um, what what I want to ask you about is, do you think there is truly a difference in podcasting between a podcaster and an interviewer, or do you think it's the same person and we just add on extra flair because we're trying to be like Tavis Smiley and everybody else that's doing interviews?
1: Well, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you and look at it in the hip hop terms. You know, just because I'm sitting here giving you rapid rap lyrics and lyrics, and you're singing, you know, and uh, you or this guy over here doing drill rap or this guy over here doing chop the screw, it's all hip hop, right? You know, yes, sir. It's just your version of it. So I think that with all the different versions, because you got true crime podcast, you got podcasts about TV shows, you got uh, music podcasts, comedy podcasts, all kinds of different podcasts, but they're all podcasts. And so I think there's no difference in between them. It's all the same thing, just different versions of it. Like, you know, I mean. I don't see a big difference in an interview podcast versus a comedy podcast or a true crime podcast. I listen to different kinds. You know, I might be watching, uh, listening to, uh, what's, what's that true crime about the guy, the, the sniper, the DC sniper. I forgot what yeah. the name that series is, but I love it. Uh, it was they had one about a DC sniper and they did one about Wayne Williams. Love that series. Um, I can't think of the name of it right now, but I'll just keep going. So there's all kinds of different stuff out there, but it's still all podcasting. So, eh, Okay,
0: know. and I, I can run with that and agree with that. Because like I said, it, it's some it's some podcasts that uh, are out there that's wild. So yes. uh, me and you, we got to talk about a little controversy about a podcast. Okay. There was a podcast that made my top 400, which is still going ongoing. Uh, we had a few delays in it because I had to revamp a few things. Yeah,
1: people was asking about that. People was asking about it. Like, where it at? Where that? Yeah, yeah. In I had to on you, Jr.
0: Well, the thing is, I got hit with COVID and I and I kept it private. Hey, man uh, no Wrote that. Hope, glad you got through, man. Yeah, through Christmas, I felt like I was gonna die, but um, you know,
1: everybody got COVID for Christmas. Did you know that?
0: Yeah, I felt like hey, it was just a trend.
1: Santa Claus bought that shit and put it under the tree. Y'all yeah, were...
0: and, <laughs> Listen, I'm dead ass. Like I was, I did an interview. We had this uh, podcast revolution with four too many. And I ended up headlining it and I'm in that thing and anybody that's seen it, you can see like I'm a light skin dude. So I'm turning extra red. I'm looking like the uh, red hot tamales you eat or something. And like, they didn't know that I was sick. And I explained to them at the end that I wasn't, I was like, man. So I took a little break, uh, not from podcasting. Cause everybody knows that I am the Tupac of podcasting. I'm out here, you know, I do 30 for 30, 60 for um, hundred episodes. I try to get them out there. Um, so Here's a goes a controversy. Let's talk about this real quick, and this is one that mean you can joke about. The iCarly podcast.
1: Oh, <laughs> yes.
0: This is this is when we got to put to the air because this is a good conversation between me and you. And this, yes. Is what tell we, me, tell in... me
1: what you like about the iCarly podcast. All right. So here's the deal.
0: Um, the, <laughs> and this and this is a hundred percent because me and you had the private conversation. Uh, and one thing I want to tell everybody, podcasters, uh, some of us in certain circles, you know, we talk, you know, outside of podcasting on the phone, whatever, um. That podcast was actually listened to by someone else. Uh, I did not listen to the iCarly podcast. And I'm going to say that on the air because I want to be 100% honest with everybody. Keep it 100. I don't even, yeah, keep it 100. I don't give a fuck about iCarly. I don't watch, I don't, listen, the only thing I watched on Nickelodeon in any of them times when my kid was coming up was SpongeBob. It was one called Invader Zim. And you know, they had the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles jumping around, but something with uh, middle-aged uh, Hispanic and white girls and uh, one groovy little black guy I think no, I'm getting Victorious mixed up. Um, I don't even know what iCarly is, bro.
1: Yeah, because I was the one that was like, I said, I don't think you have a kid that old to be watching iCarly. So that's why I was like, why was you watching iCarly at that age? I was like, hmm, that's kind of weird. That's a little suspect, right? Yeah, I was just like, Hmm. (laughs) Now,
0: now, I will tell you this, and we're going to dive into me just a little bit real quick. I do have a petulance for movie reviews because I'm a movie. Re- I wanted to do a movie review podcast so bad, but it's so oversaturated. So I do a few episodes here and there. So some of them ones that talk about like bad movies, like um, a podcast that uh, I know of that did some black exploitation films. They talked about them. Um, I'm not going to mention their name because they know who they are. Um they talked about black exploitation films, and I really fell deep into that. And I like like genuinely bad movie reviews. Um, there's a movie called the Twilight Zone movie from the '80s. Steven Spielberg did the okay. worst movie ever on Earth, right? But for some reason, I'm attracted to that. So that that's my one thing there. So, what's the type of podcast you listen to that uh, nobody knows about?
1: Um, well, let's see. I listen to a lot of comedy. Trying to let me just go to let me look on my list of things real quick. If you don't mind, give me a second to pull up because
0: all right, let me put a little filler in here. And that's one okay. thing that I do in my episodes. Um, and audience, this is uh an unfiltered episode. So you're gonna get the raw me. And I do always say this, and this is one thing I want to clarify out here for people: there's no fakeness in what I do, but I learned in the type of podcasting I do, which is society and culture, I make series inside my podcast that open up different avenues that I normally wouldn't have my unfiltered series is like your podcast for ProCast. your, your um, uh, podcast is like George Foreman or like Mike Tyson. It's coming through, whatever. I'm kind of like Riddick Bowe, um Buster Douglas type. I might get that win one time and it might look good, but I'm going to be sheltered and I'm going to be kind of tight about what I'm doing. Cause Riddick Bo was at least tight about what he was doing, even though he got knocked the fuck out. Um,
1: who be Riddick <laughs> Bow. Hold on, you don't know Be Riddick. Hold on. man, they got me searching on the internet. Who Yeah, out who I, mean, <laughs> I remember him putting the belt in the trash. I don't think he lost to Lennox. Remember he gave Lennox the belt. Remember he told him, "If you want this belt so bad, you come get it out of the trash can."
0: <laughs> wasn't it? Wasn't it? Um, Vander Holyfield uh, fight three. Oh,
1: fight three. Holyfield might have. Did Holyfield ever beat Bo. I'm not. I don't. I remember. Them no, he almost man.
0: KO'd him. He almost knocked him out.
1: Yeah, because Fan Man was one of those fights. Think about you as fucking Fan Man. You was just out there minding your business, riding your little jet-propelled thing, and the wind blew you in a certain direction and blew you into. Like You weren't trying to do that. You flew into the ring, and they started whooping your ass, man. Just think about (laughs) that if he was Fan Man. He has one of the most unfortunate (laughs) incidents in the world, man.
0: (laughs) (laughs) so i will say this though uh at some point i will have to do a podcast pop-up about boxing because boxing is a dying art and i don't care whatever this new age shit is the boxing from at least 85 up until we'll say 99 or no we'll give it to 2001 uh when linux was going out on top uh that was in the boxing for me. I mean, I give Mayweather what he's done, but we talking about heavyweights and yeah,
1: the heavyweight division fucking died in like the nineties. Like when we, after Lennox ran run was over, like then the Klitschko's just kept throwing it back and forth. You didn't know which one had it. You know what I'm saying? It was one of the motherfuckers, and then so you know. It was just, uh, that's just what it was. And you know, cause growing up the heavyweight division was what it was not, even though we had great uh, lightweight boxes like Sugar Ray, Hearns, Hagler, that we used to watch the, the Chavez and everything. But it's just like, we were gravitated to the heavy. We knew who the heavyweight champion was as a kid. He was on the Wheaties box, had, was in commercials, shit like that. Once, after, once the uh, English motherfucker took it over, America was like, man, fuck the heavyweight division. Then we moved to Roy Jones. You know, We was all about Roy. Did it move to Floyd? You know, so then when Floyd retired, that was the end of pay per view boxing. So, I mean, pay per view boxing like, what boxer would make you want to spend that money to watch pay per view now? Give any name, name somebody.
0: I'm gonna be honest if there's nobody, because uh, Thank what is na- what is oh boy's name from, that was that's from Cleveland that, that got into all the trouble that was nice. Um, oh, what is his name? He because he ran with Floyd for a little bit you're talking about, yeah. uh, you're
1: talking about from uh, Cincinnati you talk about yes, A D you talk about yes. some <laughs> I controlled the fight <laughs> he if said he I was, cut- hey Jim Gray asked him he said, you was three three in one of your last seven fights he said I was three three in one of my last seven but I'd be 7-0 against you hey <laughs>
0: <laughs> if I could if if he could have uh, stayed on top he would have been something that I would have wanted to see uh but outside of that there ain't nobody I can't even name you someone that I would want to see Cause yeah, no offense to Tyson, money? yeah, I'm not gonna pay money. I would, I'll watch Tyson Fury on, on Fox.
1: <laughs> Man, <laughs> but listen, that's why celebrity boxing is so big now because we like boxing in America, but we'd rather just watch some internet celebrities box versus real freaking boxers. That makes no sense. No way Jake Paul is supposed to fill an arena up. And uh, uh, what's? What, give me a boxer name now and. Uh, see I can't even think of one off the top of my head I mean I know boxers because I watch boxing Javante Davis like he's a crazy motherfucker from Baltimore I love that man but he's a damn loose cannon but to be a boxer you have to be a loose cannon you can't just say hey I want to be a boxer one day a boxer is somebody that grew up fighting all the fucking time they got anger issues it's not somebody that picked the sport up when they were 18 and 19 no you have to be a certain mind state to be a boxer and that's the thing now. Like these kids don't grow up fighting, so we are gonna have some weak ass boxers coming up.
0: Yeah, getting knocked the fuck out by yes. Vine stars, not even real YouTube Vine stars. These dudes was famous on Vine, mm, 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 mm. of all places. Now, um, that's just that's just one for the ages. So definitely, uh, anybody listening to this later on, we will be doing a podcast pop up somewhere about boxing. We going, I'm gonna have to nail it tight we, when everybody pick a boxer and we just go in and. <laughs> talk about it i think that would be a good podcast don't nobody steal that idea from me um and what was it i asked you i, I forgot
1: uh what the question was i can't remember we got yeah. so off tangent that's just yeah. how it goes it's unfiltered over here you yeah, exactly unfiltered. About, no 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 i know exactly what you have any weird shows that i listen to not really only like i said crime shows uh you know that's that's the only weird thing i might listen to because i know a lot of people think i don't take anything seriously which i don't i'm only on social media to have fun i really don't get too political uh nothing like that because you know who who gives a shit you know what i'm right. saying so that's why I, i'm only like that there to have fun and that's when you was like oh we had beef i was like what I, I i don't beef with anybody because it's like i'm not there for that you know what i'm saying so you know i don't know
0: oh yeah so, so let me give that funny story um uh my my collective we watch our social media like we watch who follows who unfollows and we keep tabs on them like so if you unfollow um and then you come back to follow you know we're like the wwe i am going to send you a nice little notice saying um uh we wish you the best in your future endeavors if you unfollow us and you know yeah, we that, go about that's, our real,
1: business. that's real that's real salty i just want you to know that i was <laughs> yeah. just like ooh, i was like wow i was like what is this all about I was like maybe i hit the button like in a drunken friday night you know what i'm saying i was just sitting there just Going through my Instagram doing a little damn, you know, because I i like to keep my numbers like people that I only interact with. I don't have a lot of, you know, baseless followers, you know what I'm saying? Because I got my other account for that. You know what I'm saying? We just, you know, but if you're gonna fuck with me, you're gonna fuck with me. You know what I'm saying? So that's the thing I look at it like that.
0: So- right. So on account account of that, so that's how that came out. And uh it's just because I'm a petty Murphy. That's a, that's all it is, you know. Um I've I've always I've been petty since the third grade and it just stuck with me. So let, let's go into some little topics real fast. Florida State versus Florida, which one's your team? I know which one is the Gators, but why? Uh,
1: I've been a Gator fan since about 1990. Uh, my uncle used to live down in Jacksonville, and um, you know, just as an homage to him, I, I started liking the Gators. You know, I didn't have no rhyme or reason for liking that team. And, you know, and I just started liking them and been a Gator fan ever since.
0: And you have to deal with Georgia and all kinds of other uh, teams story. in your household.
1: I right? used to live. I used to live in Athens, Georgia. Uh, oh Lord! Know, yes, so I was a Gator fan living in the heart of Bulldog Nation. My wife graduated from the University of Georgia. And, uh, so then we moved to down here to Florida to Tallahassee. So now I live in the heart of the No nation. So it's like, I've lived in all the motherfucking, uh, battle zones. I said, what's next? We're going to move to Knoxville, Tennessee, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I mean, what's <laughs> going on here? So, you know, that's my life. So I, I, I live a heavy SEC life. You know what I'm saying? This is it's real down here. And, uh, yeah, that's it. So no okay. nose in my house.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, let me ask you this. Cause, uh, you know, I'm from, uh, Virginia but I live in West Virginia so I'm technically from the north south and the south north because uh, the Mason-Dixon line runs above like it's just it's, it's two miles above from where I live right now um, in West Virginia so uh, the craziness is ACC and SEC, that's the only football we talk about. We don't know if I give a damn about Ohio State because, you know, they show up here in and the air and, and they lose. Look, look look at Cincinnati this year uh, showing up out of Ohio. Cincinnati
1: did good, man. Come on. But the way they did Cincinnati, they bullied Cincinnati. They said, hey, little guys, y'all want to be included? Hey, take the bully. And you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then it was just like... <laughs> They didn't even give them a fair shot. Like Cincinnati was supposed to play either Georgia or Michigan. You know what I'm saying? The, the, you know, but no, they're going to drop Cincinnati from two to four. So they have to play the number one team and just like, look, your guy's going to be, at you know, it, it, and it was just showing them like you don't belong here. And, you know, and that's, that's all it was about, man. So that was fucked up the way the committee did Cincinnati, bro. That was dirty. <laughs> Shame on you, CFP committee.
0: No doubt. And I will give it to you because like a lot of people were butthurt over, you know, they got, they were traveling back uh, through West Virginia and you could just see like the flags were getting dropped in our little trash cans at the go mark. That's our little gas station around here. So let me ask you this SEC over ACC um, or let's do it by sport. The only sports that matter are football and basketball and they can, and with basketball, women's and men's Um, SEC and football. Obviously, they showed shown a dominancy over the ACC, except sometimes when, when Clemson shows up, which Clemson should have been in the SEC years ago. Um, what is your thought on the SEC over the ACC?
1: Well, there's only three divisions that matter, the AFC, the NFC, and the SEC. <laughs> okay? So if it's not one of those three divisions, it really don't matter i <laughs> the only conferences that matter. Excuse me. The only conferences that matter are the AFC, the NFC, and the SEC. Next question.
0: All right. So Xbox over PlayStation.
1: Xbox, PlayStation people are dangerous. If you know somebody that has a PlayStation, they are dangerous. Keep your kids away from them. They look, look, read the articles. Every time you hear about a kid getting thrown into a wall or something happened because they unplugged the game, it'll say PlayStation. PlayStation owners are losers. They're low-lifes. Stay away from them at all costs. Xbox people are like Apple owners. PlayStation people are like Android.
0: And I agree with that wholeheartedly. And the one thing that I take from it too, us i'm an xbox and a nintendo guy i can read letters mm-hmm. i didn't get i got out of the state of you know when you a kid or anyone that plays a playstation never got out of that stage of knowing a triangle you know the blocks that you should put in that little hole they didn't learn how to read after that they just stayed yeah. with circles and squares so
1: and, and that's what they say up. That, that's why the playstation have the box and the triangle because the motherfuckers can't read
0: You're right so so we nailed that one there now um being a podcaster, you uh, see lots of things, and you give quite a bit of advice to people. Um, I want to slide in a few of my podcast collab questions in. If you don't care, um, what would be some advice that you would give to an up-and-coming podcaster um, after they are ten episodes in? Because the one thing that I'm gonna tell them, and I'm gonna give you this, give you a little bit of time to take everything you want to say. I tell them that I don't care what you do in pre-production or production, the post-production, and in your case, you got an audio guy, the end of your episode, you know, how it comes out, how the pitch sounds, how the level sounds, that's more important than, I mean, it's important to have a good podcast and say some good stuff and not be redundant, but your actual sound, your end product is more important than what kind of microphone you own. Cause editing can fix anything to a degree. Exactly. Now some, some shit it can't. And people get a little upset about that. They'd be like, man, I bought the Rodecaster, this, this, and that. And I'm like, nah, I show you all some nice cheap setups you can do. Cause me and you were talking right now through the Yeti microphone, through the iPad. I got the computer here um, just for results. Um, so what would be some advice that you would give to a podcaster? 10 episodes deep.
1: Don't throw a fucking party after your 10th episode. Go ahead, and get the eleventh episode out of the way. Uh, don't do a season. That shit is whack. I hate fucking seasons. Uh, just keep Damn. the shit. Uh, yeah, I hate seasons, man. What? What? What is? How do you determine what is your season? Like what? What? You know, when you get tired, or oh, this is season two, <laughs> or how I many? You know, like what the fuck? That's stupid. That's stupid. <laughs> this is not a a TV show. It's a podcast. You don't have seasons unless it's like a uh, you have a thing like you know you're telling me a story like I could understand a crime uh, podcast having series because you know this series we're talking about the the butcher this one next one we talk about Jack the Ripper the next season we're talking about Martin Luther King. I understand that but you just being you and having seasons that's stupid so but now nah, for real just stay consistent with it that's a, try to find a schedule uh, if your schedule is gonna be every week, do it every week if it's gonna be every two weeks do it every two weeks if it's once a month do it every month and stay consistent with that that's my thing don't worry about the views don't worry about if anybody's listening if you get one comment one star somebody's listening you never know who's listening just keep doing what you're doing because you know at this point in my life potting is therapeutic you know what i'm saying so i love it you know what I'm saying? i can get to talk my shit every week you know and you know with my wife like i said we've been together for 20 years so you know we just you know it helps us talk through things like sometimes the topics might be some shit we're going through that week at the house and us just talking it out on the show helps us through it so you know it's like i said it's very therapeutic for me so just like i said stick with it be consistent uh stay creative and don't you know it's gonna be a grind you know you're gonna start the show out with three of your your buddies then it's gonna drop down (laughs) to two of your buddies. Then it's going to be just one of your buddies. Then you're going to have to find somebody else. I just happen to be lucky enough to live with my podcast partner so we always can record on schedule. You know what I'm saying? Because we live together. But I'm, I'm sure it's, it's a damn headache trying to coordinate with somebody else in different time zones. And thank God for Zoom because yeah. if, if Zoom was around when I first started podcasting, like the options were shitty. Like Skype used to be shaky as a motherfucker to record <laughs> on. You could record a whole show on Skype and the bitch didn't record or the motherfucker dropped or where were we oh man this shit was terrible so man the ways to record a podcast now are so easy it's it's like the new mixtape. Everybody has a podcast. So you know, i I'm, I suck with promoting. I don't I don't really do a lot of that because I don't want to be that guy to be like, hey, listen to my show, listen to my show, listen to my show. Let you go to my, my Instagram and I'm telling you, listen to my show five fucking times. I'm I'm, I'm like, I'm not gonna do that. Either you're gonna listen to it or you ain't. It's like drugs. I'm not pushing it on <laughs> nobody, but you know where to get it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Holler at me when you want it. You know what I'm saying? It's there. <laughs> I'm not gonna be on no billboard. Hey, I got dope. Come holler at me. <laughs> Nah, <laughs> I got now, some dope. Just check it out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
0: Now I'll say this: I have a different approach. Um, I, I have a guerrilla tactic when it comes to the advertising. I repost some episodes, but I'm gonna be 100 honest. And these are the secrets that need to come out today, since I'm talking to you. I automate my stuff. You, I'm not on Instagram like that. I take the business suite. I got the ads already ready. They, they came out of Canvas some way. And I pump them things like I'll take a Sunday because, you know, don't obey unless you want to church um, on Sunday between eight and 10. If I'm not doing anything, I get them ads out there at the beginning of the month and I plan them out from the month or two months out. My stuff is heavily automated for the simple fact that I learned that if I got to be the promoting arm for my stuff, I'm lazy. I don't want to have to keep up with the times and what's going on here and there i just want to put it out there and let you know that uh episode with g willickers is coming out thursday and you can hear it, you know where to hear it at just know that this is the episode's coming out thursday this one's coming out saturday this one's coming out tuesday or blah 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 um what do you think about people that use automation like me uh
1: i use it just for my you know so my posts come out soon as midnight strikes Friday. I got a post dropping. I mean, it makes it a lot easier. It, it, you know, when you do that and, um, you know, I, I'm not against it. I, I just don't, I'm not going to flood you with it. Just, I don't want to beat you over the head with my content. I'm not one of those guys. Cause I feel like, you know, I don't want you to gripe, listen to it. Like, God damn, motherfucker. You didn't add, you know, I, let me you know. I just, just listen to my shit. So I have a different way of doing it. If, if that works for you, Hey, do whatever works for you. I'm just not that guy because I don't want to be tied to my phone all day. I'm, you know, I'm, you know, I'm a grown man. I can't be sitting here on Instagram all day. I don't see how people do it. I mean, shout out to those, I call them Instagram and Facebook superstars, bro. The motherfuckers always, that green dot always flashing on their motherfucking ass. And I'd be like, whoo, they go live every day. Even if, why are you going live with nothing to say? Like, no, I'm not. I'm not, gonna not <laughs> and, and I'll me. say it-
0: Go ahead. And I was going to say this. It's amazing because I know some that grind. And I'm like, you know, we're on the Eastern time zone. So, you know, I'm an old man. I'm 36 years old. So around 11, 30, 12 o'clock during the week, I'm probably in the bed. But I can wake up and I can flip on my phone and it'd be 2 a.m. And I don't know what time it is anywhere else. But I see people that have been online since 8 o'clock my time or our time, 6 o'clock in the morning, our time the day before. And they still going hard in the paint. And I'm like, man, you know, because West Virginia is the home of uh, the Walter White method, the Heisenberg. So I'm like, man, <laughs> they must have some good meth out there where they at to keep them going like that. Um, and I commend all of them. So um one thing that is uh always great with me is is this. Um I have a phrase that I stole from Eric Bischoff, controversy sells. And I believe in controversy uh in the The idea of the guests that I have when I have have on an array of guests, and I do say one thing about my podcast that is bad. Um, I have episodes that are for some certain people, then I have some episodes that you just got to turn off and wait until next week because it's not for you. Um, Inside these controversy sales uh, episodes, they're weird topics I had catholic female priests which is unheard of the, the catholic uh, society for some reason is a i don't do much with religion but the catholic people they always come to talk to me for some reason and i don't know what that's <laughs> about but whatever they, they like me so i'm just gonna do what they do um now you for instance uh you guys have had some interviews on there and you uh come on lives you have uh, an anonymous figure, you know, you got the mask, you do all this extra stuff. And yes. um, audience, I do want to let y'all know right now, I do not see what he looks like. We were uh, actually sitting on a um, on a Zoom call and I see FroCast. So in case I get a, if I, I and the one thing I do need to ask you real quick, do you mind if um, I take a picture of me doing an interview with you on FroCast right now? Uh, so I can put on Instagram later, but just for the simple fact so that people can know that this is real
1: okay that's fine go ahead i don't mind it's, you don't see me go ahead right so i'll definitely
0: definitely will have to uh send a release over to you so i can produce that photo and we all it's all jokes here um and that's one thing about me uh, and, and i say this uh, some people don't realize they think that i'm always serious about shit they're like you're technical you want me to sign a release for this and that so i'm gonna it's talk to you about
1: people right. understand business and and once we start doing business is business once we're bullshitting we're bullshitting and people don't people get that mixed up and so that's why it's hard to do business with certain people because they don't understand business they think a handshake deal is solid when it's not because let's say you know a handshake deal turned into three million dollars and then now it's a fucking problem you know what i'm saying because you know I'm looking at it, you know. Hey, I did all this blase, squase, da 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 da. But if we would have some paperwork, all this could have been solved. So. Right.
0: So, so let me um, debunk something real quick. Um, I do run a consultant arm. Uh, mm-hmm. It's West Virginia and Commonplace I'm a Consultant. I do help podcasts uh, evaluate if they can monetize, and that's one thing I wanted to clear up and I wanted to talk to you about it. because me and you both had a conversation uh, back in December, and we talked about monetization. And uh, one thing that I want to put it on the air, and I want us to always stick with people: not everyone is going to monetize. No. And then I want to say one last thing, and then I'm gonna give the floor to you, uh, King Jerm. Not everybody's gonna monetize with a sponsorship. There's a group of ladies that sells shot glasses. That's how they monetize. It's some hustlers on the west coast that got really nice shirts and cups. That's how they monetize. Not every form of monetization has to come from a sponsor. It can come from the people that listen to your podcast, the intimacy you build up with them. And from there. So, King Jordan, what is your take on monetization and who's going to get it and who don't
1: get it? Well, first of all, you have to see, do you have something that's worth people throwing money at you for? You know what I'm saying? Is the product worth it? Why should I do business with you? What are you offering me? You know, so that's why a lot of people they start Patreons too early in the podcasting game. Like you don't even know if you have a following, but you got a Patreon. And now you do you know, now you're disappointed because that Patreon is sitting at zero. Nobody's fucking with you. You know what I'm saying? So Make sure that you have the, uh, the the audience there to do it. Yeah, you might have merch and everything, but make sure somebody's buying those shirts. You know, you see the stat, you get the emails when somebody buying the shirt. You know what I'm saying? If you're not selling shirts, then, you know, you got to find another way. And, you know, a lot of people don't understand if you cuss a lot in podcasts. That's another reason why I don't have, you know, certain sponsors, you know, because I curse on my show all the fucking time. I'm cursing within the first 30 seconds of the show coming on because I'm doing the AKA. So, therefore... <laughs> that turns a lot of advertisers away because i'm cursing immediately as soon as the show come on you know what i'm saying and um you know but i understand that so you know one time we had a sponsor some gummy dick company and they (laughs) sent they sent us a fucking box of gummy fucking penises bro i was just like i'm not fucking eating that shit but you know we took it you know uh hey it was a little bullshit ass thing you know this one was Years ago, uh, we had another one, Ox God, some car company. They, you know, they send you all kinds of shit to try to talk about on your show. You know, we did it, I gave it away in a giveaway and I to a fan. They were supposed to tell me what it was about. You think the fan did that? Absolutely not, you know, not what I'm at saying? all. Yeah, fans don't fucking listen, but I, I, I hey, we got some fans that don't, they, they'll listen to the show, they won't share it, they, they'll buy a shirt, they won't tell nobody about the show, but they'll listen religiously every fucking week. And I appreciate that shit. You know what I'm saying? Because some weeks, you know, we got your, you got your core listeners, you know, the people that hit you up every week, listen to the show, give you feedback like, ah, that shit was funny or this, this, and that. Or, yeah, this went a good show this week. Uh, and then, you know, all that. I love all the feedback I get from my show. So I appreciate it all. Because I remember when nobody was listening, but I didn't give a fuck. I was still doing them.
0: <laughs> right. And that's the push that you got to give your shit. And then let me tell you something about from a listener experience your show comes out on Friday, right? Friday every, is. Uh... Every Friday every friday and that's a that's your spot i'm on thursdays i don't even step i don't even put a show out on friday because i don't want it to be crushed i might put it out saturday you know after you got your listeners but my shit don't come out on friday ever mm-hmm. that, that that's that's one of the um um it's one of the codes in podcasting. if your show come out on friday just call it dead in the water um so one thing uh that, that i have to tell some people and this is the hardest thing and this is raw stuff i'm going to I'd never have said this. And I'm going to say this to you because me and you've had this discussion. It's some people I do have to tell them that they're not going to monetize. And, and that's the hardest thing to tell somebody because here's the problem in podcasting. And I don't know how many times I stress this. Like I I make videos about this. I'm about to do a 1990s R&B video with the rain and stuff falling and some dancers behind me and some, and, and some, uh, linens and shit for this. (laughs) <laughs> identify who your listeners are like i got cats like I, and this is a true story you know we never say names to anybody but i'm going to divulge this information there's a podcast right now that has 200 thousand downloads right mm-hmm. and i asked this person name 200 of your listeners do you got emails do you got some form of knowing who these these people are and this person came back to me and said no so one thing that me and you about to talk about, and this is the topic, this is why this is calamity, because we're going to do some heavy shit tonight. Um, these people buying listeners. Mm. I filmed out these 200,000 downloads or whatever. You know, they didn't haul out of ARAB money. And, you know, they, they got the got the ARABs doing anything or whoever it is, I don't care what race you are. And they got the numbers jumping and they got them up. But, you know, you go look on Chartable and you look on uh, sensible things that will show you the breakdown of another podcast. Cause you can readily, anybody can go look at anybody's numbers. You can go on charitable and different things. You got to pay for it, but you can go look at someone's actual numbers and mm. see what they are doing and see what's going on. And that's a tip out there. So if you want to know what the next man is doing, which I should never encourage anybody to do. I always tell everybody success is silent, do what you do and you will be successful because your success is not my success and mine definitely will not be yours. Um, so, you know, I had to go back to this person. I was like, look, You got 200,000 listeners, you're international, you're doing this, this, and that. And that didn't give away anything about the person. But um, I'm like, ain't nothing I can do for you. Go talk to Tom, Dick, and Harry. And when you can identify at least 200 people out of 200,000 or whatever number you got. That's when you can look at things. If you've got 25 dedicated listeners and you know who they are, if you know that it, I always say it's Tommy in Toledo, Ohio. Tommy in <laughs> Toledo, Ohio is listening to your goddamn show, or uh, Stacy in uh, Parkersburg, West Virginia is listening to your show. And that's just a, a, a chop at my co host. Um, You, you know who that person is, you engage that person. And I'm saying you ain't got to get on MailChimp and do all them automated emails like I do. I do that type of stuff just because I need to identify who's listening to my podcast. But you got to have a telephone line, you got to have some kind of way to do to figure out who's listening, because all the analytics in the world don't mean shit if you don't know who's truly listening to you and what is your take on that like because that's the one thing that puts me in the tracks on somebody if you like in this podcast that me and you know between us that i have talked to and this stuff is called beef between me and other podcasts because I'm, I'm like i'm going to be brutally honest with you you're going to sign a non-disclosure with me you're not going to leak out anything i say to you if you do you know i'm petty murphy so you know i got a good lawyer i'm gonna just sue you and <laughs> we'll, we'll shut it down and that's 100 and i will say that i will sue you and just shut it down um and i have and i will say successful just settle right out of court and hope i don't i don't break any confidentiality with that but anyway um who cares but but the thing i want to ask you is do people do people truly know their audiences like i know out of your camp your people y'all know who your audience is because you guys have methods and ways to know but is that something that is a disturbance in podcasting to you
1: yes a lot of a lot of people think they are bigger than what they actually are or they because a lot of see people like i gotta protect my brand i'm like you got 200 followers you don't have a fucking brand you know what i'm saying or you know what i'm saying it's a lot of people they overestimate themselves and that's where the value comes in you can think that your podcast is worth x amount of dollars but the true value is it's worth ten dollars or twenty dollars or whatever the number is so people need to stop overvaluing themselves but i guess that comes with uh You know, you got to have some kind of confidence to be a podcaster. Nobody wants to hear somebody that doesn't have any, you know, does not, you know, dripping with some kind of, you know, you could take over a conversation and talk. So like I said, stop overvalue yourself. Stop thinking that you are more important than what you are. I, I stress that because that's what a lot of people need to hear. You know, you're not the first to ever make words. You can't get up there and say, oh, they talk about the same thing I was talking about. They're fucking words. You know, we're talking about the same thing people talked about 40 years ago. They just didn't record it and have a fucking podcast. So stop. The, you know, it's a lot to go around, a lot of content, uh, a lot of people gonna talk about relationships, a lot of people gonna talk about breakups, a lot of people gonna talk about sex crime all that so stop thinking that people is copying you or moving like you're moving uh hey i just did a topic on my show last week i saw somebody make a live about and i was like well damn that's the same thing i talked about on my show that's crazy but i didn't say a thing because i mean hey they're just re- retelling the story again i'm not mad about it i'm not gonna go make a live and be like oh you're copying my material no you're not you're not copying my material you're just doing the same thing that we did that somebody else did and it's going to keep going on and on and on.
0: Yes, no doubt in that. And and that's one thing that causes all this, this controversy like and, and that's one thing like I st- try to steer clear of. Now some things I am not going to even sit here and lie. And this is for the record. It's some things that are good for business. Yes. And, and and everybody knows that I am a professional wrestling promoter when it comes to podcasting. Um I had a little issue with a podcast in UK when I first came out. Um these people came on my show and we became good friends, right? And uh got to talking and i'm the type of person i will give you my ideas i don't care about it i consider myself a podcast producer at some points when i do my little shows little pop-ups and stuff i have a good idea but i'm not the one that needs to present it there is a ringgold. there's a dolomite there's a big smash there's other people that can present that way better than what i can So I would definitely hand over my creative idea. I don't need no credit for it. It's going to be in my collective and be shown in September sometime. So um, my question to to you is this. What is one thing that we can improve as a community in podcasting as a whole? Like, What is something that we all need to do to make things a little bit better for everybody?
1: Be willing to work together, listen, better communication, um, stop trying to force relationships on people um i mean everybody you know we're not friends we're all doing the same thing but we all should have respect for one another and um you know that that's basically what it is it's all a community we all need each other you know uh, like i said most podcasters don't listen to other podcasters podcasts because you know a lot of them talk about the same thing so why do i i want to listen to you talk about the same thing i talked about you know that's why i try not to covered the current events but the way i cover the current events i'm relaying it in another way that you might can listen to my show six months down the line you know what i'm saying so but you know that's just the way i do it so everybody so, so, we should go ahead so
0: so one thing i want to give an example um, on your show you and your wife were talking about uh ab and quitting a job mm-hmm. um and you related it to you and then uh queen germ has never quit a job She's walked out on two weeks' notices. She's had parties and everything thrown in her her favor. But she's you, never like me.
1: Quit a, she's never quit a job. She's never w- heard her parents, walked in on her parents having sex. I swear she has missed out on a lot of experiences, man. I, I just <laughs> I just don't understand how. You have four. It's five of y'all. How none of y'all walked in on the parents having sex. That is amazing. So props go to but her parents, never getting caught.
0: <laughs> but the one thing that I want to tie in in the podcast element there is like how y'all foreshadow like you went from the situation with AB to y'all two that is podcasting genius people don't sit back and just slow down because like I'm in the car you know I'm sitting back eating on my chicken from out of Walmart or wherever I haven't got chicken from um because I'm in West Virginia so it's hard up for chicken um uh, so 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 I'm, I'm listening to this and I'm like how did they transition and that's what it is a transition from AB to to what's going on with y'all talking about how you quit them jobs because you like me i'm the type person in the, and in the, my younger days i was doing um up here we got a thing called labor ready where you you like you like y'all do down there today, where you that, get paid today yeah i'll make that little 72 dollars and i'm happy yes but if it was a crazy if it was a crazy job like we have some slave work out here like they hit a potato truck the potato truck you can make 140 in a day and this is back in like 2008 so oh, there, that was good work month. Yeah, but you got paid good money. Well, I'm one of them motherfuckers. I have a phrase called fuck that shit. Mm. Um, I don't work hard. My life, you know, I worked hard at an early age. And then one day I realized that I got the gift of gag. So, I mean, not gag. I said gab, not gag, <laughs> not gag. I don't have the gift of gag.
1: <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> and, hey we, this is, we don't judge anybody. It's all inclusive, man. Listen, man, live your truth. <laughs> Live your truth.
0: <laughs> so either way, I, I realized I was like, fuck that shit. I ain't got to do this shit. Like I was digging a ditch for no reason. And I was only getting paid $56 that day. I just walked off the job. Mm. Um, I was working at Domino's. I was running my scam. I had them, um, you know, boosting the pizzas out by just canceling the orders and don't send me Domino's for any money that I or pizzas I took. It was all in good favor. We needed to eat that night. Anyway, <laughs> and um, I was doing my thing. And then one day something came missing up in the till, like some money came missing. I said, fuck mm. this shit. I'm out. I was like, we could do everything by the book and get these pizzas up out of here. And these chicken wings. Cause back then Domino's will let you get 50 wings. If you canceled the order, I was doing super bowl parties, getting paid on the low. Um, anyway, so listening to y'all say that I could, I related to that. I just went back. I closed my eyes for a second. And this is some, it ain't no light skin shit. It's just something I did. I closed my <laughs> eyes and stuff. And, uh, and i remembered i was like at 21 i was at the the uh freaking douche factory uh in lynchburg virginia it's called cb fleet right they make the uh summer's eve i'm in there i'm in there boxing up the summer's eve you know getting it ready for the truck and one of them ships opened and spilled on me oh god and and something in my life at that time would not let water spill on me so i said fuck this shit i just left Mm. got home my mama was like uh it's time for you to go to college again. And that was the end of me working in, in, the, in the city. And I ended up going on uh, down to Avalanche State. And that's life.
1: Um, so you went to too. Anyway. Yes, sir. So you know about Boone and all, Oh, yeah, Boone's yeah, uh, yeah. boom in town right there, man. Nice. <laughs> you had some good times at Boone, man.
0: Yeah, there in, uh, what was it? Was it Nebo that was nearby? Yeah, Nebo was nearby. Uh, shout out down there, Mountaineers. The real Mountaineers, not West Virginia. Little and yeah
1: hey you can be able to go back home man <laughs> they're gonna just change your podcast to uncommon place yeah they'll be something like that.
0: and that, that's one funny thing i'll tell you uh living in west virginia people think it's racist here it's not really racist it's just that it's black people live in what we call hollers here and in certain places here in west virginia and this is a funny topic a lot of the people here with the exception of the transplants that don't make it in big cities like the drug dealers that don't make it like the Detroit guys that don't make it they come to west west virginia setup shop we also have a very very lengthy amount of witness protection and those witness protection um are of color and they're white and black i mean they're all kinds of shades but when you go to a town of 30 people and you only see a, one family of black people nine times out of ten their witness protection program in west virginia that's one thing i do want to throw out there and i'm not gonna sit here and lie about i just want to be honest um, because people ask me, they're like, where do black people at? I'm like, we're in the cities. We don't live too far out. We only go 30 miles out. You don't catch us in the wrong turn areas, at Elkins and stuff like that. That Hills Have Eyes shit. That is not us. We are nowhere near that shit.
1: Um, oh boy. <laughs> I,
0: I mean, I got to put it out there. Cause like I said, this is unfiltered. So you're going to get a, a, the comedic side of me. Um, and one thing I want to tell you, uh, it's, it's some young guys that, uh, that run with you, uh, big L and pork. the The cool corner black pod squad
1: in the building man
0: um those guys i had a hilarious episode with them i think that was probably one of my favorite episodes when it came to the comedy and stuff um but anyway wrapping around some other things um forecast there comes a part in my show that i do pay homage to 2020 um a lot of people uh either they turn the tv off or they watch 2020 or you put it on something else but you remember growing up we watched tgi friday because you used to watch it too with urkel and shit.
1: We ain't have a choice, Uh man. We ain't have as many channels as these kids have. They have a fucking TV channel that only shows cartoons 24 hours a day do you know what kind of fucking kids we would have had if we had a cartoon network growing up? We could watch G.I. Joe and fucking Care Bears and Smurfs. Transformers. And all that bullshit all fucking day long. We had a certain time that you could watch cartoons. That was like right before school and then like right after school from like four to five or if you ain't go to school that day. I think cartoons came on like two o'clock. Yeah, like two, to, two five. to four. Yeah, two to five was like cartoon time right before Oprah came on or some bullshit like that. You know, you could watch cartoons then. So that, but other than that, the cartoons went off on saturday morning about 10 11 and wrestling karate came on so we didn't have that many options but i'm sorry i didn't mean to interrupt
0: oh no it, it, but that is true because it was like and then uh on abc it used to be the wonderful world of disney sports and they would show you some crazy ass shit like the, the dudes that get on the skis and go all the way down and jump up the what is that solom or follow i don't know what the fuck yeah, it is when
1: the they yeah. go between it and then the yeah
0: What's the big ass jump? Whatever the big ass jump was, that was the one that I always good. seen. I was like, I will never do that.
1: Oh, hell no, man. Thank thank God for white people. Because if without white people, we would not have a lot of the things that we have. You know, it had to be a white person to see how deep the fucking water was. Like, no black person going out there. We like, yo, we cool over here. Like, fuck it. I can't just go over there. <laughs> it's water right there. But a white person was like, No, I want to know. Like, space. All that like that's white people, like white people climbing mountains and shit going like, thank God for white people, because if it wasn't for them, we wouldn't know about whales. Goddamn. None Sonar. Sh- Sonar. Yes. All that shit. No, no we wouldn't want to know because we would like, fuck that water. We not building no boat. Like we just be like, we're staying over here. I can't go over there. No, white person was like, no, I want to go over there. You know what I'm saying? So think about the the first planes and shit that just fell out the fucking sky. Like I saw a video the other day, some white guy was like in some kind of fan. He was like 17,000 feet up. He's lucky he didn't get shot out of the sky for being in restricted airspace. Like, what the fuck? Thank God for white people, man. And that's one thing
0: I will say on here, because everyone uh, has different categories. And, you know, I'm in a state of 1.8 million people. Which is a small number of people, but in the highest percentage are white people. I do want to say thank you for all my white people. Uh one yes. secret, one secret about me is you know, I don't do none of that Mountain Dew shit. But uh Stacy and I, we travel different places and I go to pools and exotic water on the Atlantic coast, none of that other shit on the west side. Fuck that water over there. No offense to uh Uncle Dolomite. But uh hold on, I you
1: like the Atlantic side ocean? Oh no, hold on.
0: Let me let me let me tell you where Ooh. it's it's above the Mason Dixon line. It's Ocean City and up. I don't do none of that Virginia Beach shit.
1: Ew, um, I don't want to be in Atlantic at all. Give me the Gulf side. Give me the uh, Gulf. I want Gulf the Gulf water. Yes, I'm a Gulf guy. Give me that side. The, you know, I, I don't want to be in Atlantic. I like blue water, green water, clear water. I don't want that brown ass Atlantic. Ew, the Atlantic is disgusting. It's, yeah. It's,
0: I know. Hold on. Let me tell you what's disgusting. And Stacy agrees with me on this. Like, you know, I'm up here and we don't have beaches. So you go over to Cleveland and different places. We got Lake Erie and shit. That is the nastiest. <laughs> that is the nastiest motherfucking water I've ever seen in my life. And Amen. she can agree with me. To, she can attest to it with me on that one. Like we was out there and I was trying to do the, you know, you do the little romantic uh, pictures and stuff, but that water was looking murky and crazy behind me and mm, stuff. Mm, my mm. pictures was looking like I'm the toxic crusader out there. Oh, um, Jesus. <laughs>
1: condolences. So,
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, and that's one serious thing. Uh, lake area is a trashy place. No offense to any of my Cleveland or Ohio podcasts that deal with. They say there.
1: Cleveland is the mistake by the lake. Is that true? What they say about people in Cleveland? I mean, people of Cleveland. It, let me know.
0: <laughs> yeah, that, that's one thing I will tell you. Like uh, in my travels, right? Uh, in a four month stretch, like I went to Baltimore, mm. I went to Memphis, I went to Nashville, <laughs> Indianapolis. I didn't make it up to Chicago on this trip. Cincinnati, Cleveland, Toledo, and all these places, right? And out of all of them, I get to Cleveland. Um, I'm at the stoplight, and I drive something economical, a little Mitsubishi Outlander. Uh, Stacy got the good credit, so you know I'm riding good. And um, I pull up, and, you know, what I'm thinking is going to happen is something that would happen to me in New Jersey or if I'm in Baltimore. I see somebody get their car jacked, like somebody running up on that joint. They, and these people weren't even in cars. At the stoplight, just take them up out the car. take Not take their life, but just take them up out the car and just get it. And, and I froze for a second. I was like, do I help or do I not? I said, shit, I, my tags from West Virginia. They always gonna think I'm Dylan Mess, so I'm gonna keep it moving. And <laughs> the person scurried over to the side and just got on their cell phone and started talking and shit. And I'm to my amazement, I mean, if I'm getting carjacked, I'm gonna make sure I'm safe and I'm not getting shot. They just right there at the side of my car and they just go on down the road after that. And I'm like, wow. So Cleveland got some issues. I think it's that uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony. Um, H ninety nine in ninety nine, you know, gonna be, gonna be missing everybody up there. Um, so to get over into some more favorable topics and some 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 uh, just off the wall stuff, uh, we're gonna make some controversy tonight. Um, and you are prolific in podcasts, and I'm not gonna ask kiss you no more. That's enough ask kissing. I gave you enough ask kissing that you you're good to go. Um, I want your top five podcasts.
1: My top five podcasts. Um, Most of my podcasts that I'm going to say my favorite are not. I don't listen to a lot of big name podcasts. Well, I do, but they're not my favorites. I really like the people, you know, somebody I didn't know, like the 12 Cow podcast. That's one of my favorite. It's a revisionist podcast where he just, you know, it's him by himself. He's not going to keep you long, you know, 30 minutes. He, you know, he has a topic and he sticks with that topic. He tells a story. Um, then you got the Encyclopedia, well, eclectic discussion podcast. That's one of those. Uh, he, he, it's very nostalgic. I call him the King of Nostalgia. Like he'll talk about, you know, the Atari or. Uh, a christmas in 85 or snacks discontinued snacks or something like that you know i really like that it takes me back in the day um the dr abrasive show uh that is like uh three just dirt bags they they're just they're, they're real <laughs> reckless and rude like they get on there and they they talk about the marvel movies then they have they do a porn one the top uh 10 porn um categories of the week like they have a smut section like they talk sports oh. smut. yeah they talk about everything so i love Love it um good guys um then you got the power lunch hour uh these two guys out of arkansas uh real good chemistry you can tell they're real friends in real life because the stories and their their chemistry it's just i mean it's hilarious good times reminds me of me and another version of forecast when it's me and my buddy Saul. they like a younger version of us or maybe an older version of us i don't know how you want to look at it but uh, <laughs> And um, let me see, my top five. And one popular podcast I like is Roy's Job Fair. You know what I'm saying? I really enjoy that one because, you know, they talk to different people in different... um, areas of employment and you know they do a scam of the week and they have a worst than first it's a comedy central podcast which i happen to you know be featured on one episode which was dope you know what i'm saying and uh so i think that was you know i got to shout out my show and it was real cool signed ndas and releases and stuff it was wow. (laughs) i was like oh i'm in the big time now but uh, i really enjoy his podcast roy's a real good guy uh down-to-earth person um, you know he did a shout out for us and everything um you know it dropped for us before you know i went on the show i mean he just i asked and he did it and so you know i, I really enjoy his show so that was probably my top five right there that i listen okay, to religiously okay. that i listen to all the time yeah
0: all right so let me throw this out there because I, I you know i got all kinds of random lists for stuff and we debunked the iCarly podcast one podcast man i love and i hope everybody gets a chance to listen to is this one called undetermined death disappearance and and mysteries with um dr n and uh that is not nigga dr n it's just dr n so i just wanted to put that out there because i don't want nobody to think that i'm that i'm trying to pg-13 the language not at all and her podcasts are short and concise they're like 15 minutes and they're about like some weird shit like the the disappearance at the roanoke island i'm one of the people that um i'm not a history buff but if you if I hear something about history, I'm going to learn about that little bit of history yeah, in time.
1: Like my wife, uh, just to, I didn't mean to break in because I, I, I'm i a history person, too, because the other day I was riding through town and I was just like, Ted Bundy did kill a lot of people in town. Let's see if let's see if the sorority house where he killed the people was still up. And damn, it if it was still up. My wife was like, why do you want to ride by there? I was just like, that's where Ted Bundy went. Like, and like she was just like, why are you doing? Uh, glamorizing this killer i was just like nah, it's just part of americana you know i like shit like that i'll watch a ted Bundy documentary or or some shit about the fucking uh unabomber or the damn i love all that shit man you know space um you know alien shit i love all that weird ass shit so i need to find me some alien podcasts i think I, I'm, I'm trying to expand my horizons I know they're out there. I don't want to get into flat earth or shit, but you know, definitely about aliens. I because you know, I, I really believe they're aliens. My wife doesn't. She's like, No way, no way. I'm like, Are you fucking crazy? Like, do, do you know how big the fucking universe is? <laughs> just, uh, just our universe. And then there's says thousands of these motherfuckers. We can't be the only motherfuckers out here, but you know, let me take my 10 10foot hat off.
0: <laughs> um, I know th- there's one in West Virginia that's pretty good. Uh you can give a listen. It's a few episodes here and there called Wild and Weird Radio. They're they're one that does that uh, scientific stuff. You know, the only thing about out here is the the uh, what is it? The Mothman. They talk about that. And there's a movie and shit about all that. Um, my second one, man, and it's crazy. Like it's weird. You know, I do listen to a lot of podcasts for other reasons, but I'm deep into them true crimes. Um, because I I had I know somebody that committed a heinous crime. I did I actually did a true crime episode on it. If anybody hasn't listened to it, definitely get to it on um, this podcast i'm talking about now is called Oklahoma Side: slayings in the sooner state uh this lady her name is stacy hughes uh she had a has a phd and that don't really matter but the way that she did her episodes before she went out she did about like 27 of them because you know with a, a true crime it's only so much you can do because that's a lot of research and shit ain't nobody got time for that um them uh and i'm trying to think it was another it's a few other ones that i like you know we got our normal rounds of the the people that we listen to that are in our circles um and everybody does have circles even though we don't want one to um what's another one that was just uh four too many podcasts those guys are out of ohio and the reason i like them is because it's like it's banter i don't do a lot of banter my shit is kind of formed it's kind of structured and those guys are kind of wild there and uh they take care of uh, what you need to hear them. And it's a tie between them and we're the weird ones. Have you heard them? I heard of it. Yeah. We're the weird ones is, is, is another one. And then my movie review podcast is galaxy of film. Um, I'll look at the technical aspects of how people record. Some people record on Twitch and discord and all this other stuff. And these guys record on discord and, uh, you know, on a technical aspect, I, I find that, uh, pretty cool. Uh, one fall wrestling cast out of West Virginia. And, and the reason I like it is because they, they do a full scope. And it's not just because from West Virginia, maybe it is, maybe it's not. Um, There's
1: nothing wrong with being biased.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm going to say it straight up. But my favorite show was The Facto Show with Troy Ave. Have you ever heard of him? Yes. The Facto Show is one that, it, if I had to talk about something popular, that uh, I would just, that that's the one right there. Um, just something to weigh his delivery and stuff. I, I liked him as a, artists and stuff like that. And then another show, a few two shows that I'm going to give two quick plugs to. Uh, one is Life Unplugged and Conversations with Lamp. Um Good and, and today and, and today uh King Durham I'm going to let you know, you know, you are in that same realm as us too cuz you do do interviews and you got a presence too.
1: So I uh, don't interview anybody. I, I, I just sit there and just talk, man. I'm not an interviewer. That's why no, I mean- no,
0: well, no, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm talking about when we talk about these contemporaries because people like to make comparisons and different things like that. You hear them, I hear them. Um, but in that echelon, the way that y'all that you have developed your podcast and the way that y'all, you have certain mannerisms inside of thing, the, the science of it because you know I'm a technical person. Um, and then I'll tell you the podcast out of everything, like your podcast has been one for, for at least the last four weeks. I've gotten into one Friday. I can get it. Bam. But I'm going to say this too much game podcast and i don't know if it's because it, he reminds me of snoop Dogg, and i'm being honest or <laughs> or just it's just the way that he delivers even though he says motherfucker ads, motherfucker this and this is this, and that, to put on a show that long by yourself
1: I, I told me and him was talking on the phone one day and i told him i was just like what you do is more like gangster gospel it's like he's up there yes. preaching a sermon <laughs> it's like cuz he has a he has a topic of the show and he 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 starts off you know with the topic and he brings it around back to the topic all with, like a preacher does and he yes. delivers it in, in a in, in in the delivery is something that you can easily digest like it's not somebody that you know and that's why I, it's just dope and you know he just so happens to call the area that he records it the sanctuary and i was like you're like a fucking preacher up there with your <laughs> shit and so you know what i'm saying so i mean like i said i kudos to him i can't talk to myself and but the way he does it is dope and you know what i'm saying so shout out to him dope dude good brother there man me and him talk a lot outside of the game you know just on some one-to-one shit like you know he's a real good brother man so i fucks with him the homie, young Dolomite, uncle Dolomite, whatever you want to call him. I don't like calling him uncle because I'm older than him and shit. So, you know, that's what yeah, I, he just don't, I just call Dolomite. him Dolomite. <laughs> Dolomite.
0: <laughs> yeah, wholeheartedly. You know, I do like what he has going on over there. And then another one that I just throw in there, uh, the Uncomfortable Conversation Podcast. Uh, Eric from uh, Grown Man Logic. Um, one thing with him, and I'll just throw this out there. You know, he's got a nice catalog and their group is whatever the group is. Um. He had this episode called Welcome to My Downfall Depression, and I'm one of the mental health buffs. I I like to have mental health maintenance and all that stuff because that's just what I do in my area. Uh, And that that was a real strong fall, uh, a really strong episode. He came with that one and the one before Welcome to My Downfall. So shout out to him. Um, So let's get